Hello and welcome to Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines and create a comic book origin story. My name is Nathan Haynes. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. Nailed it in one. Did. I just want everyone to know, because it will almost certainly not make the cut. Uh, if you want to know, <laughs> there's some really fun behind-the-scenes creative stuff that fans are clamoring to know. It's We spent about six minutes just trying to come up with ideas for an intro, and it did not pan out for us very well, I do not think. It ended with us talking about an article about Kristen Bell having bangs in glasses. And she looks different. She looks different, which is newsworthy. Um, but also, <laughs> Drew's gone. Drew is gone. So we decided that why why fight what's natural? Um, and just talk about the fact that Drew is not here right now. Yeah. Some some big some big news in store, I think, as far as his life goes, but we'll wait for him to come back and talk about that himself, but we're all very happy. <laughs> I don't know why. We're all very happy to see a weird thing to say. We're all very happy, damn it. It's like we're the mom just... who's like, smile for this fucking picture. You're like trying to reassure him that like Drew Drew hasn't left us or anything. <laughs> we're all we're all very happy, I swear. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Drew's back next time. Yeah, he's not on a forced vacation from Headline Heroes. That would be ludicrous. Yeah, and the fact that people keep keep claiming that and tweeting it and tweeting hashtag um, forced leave Drew, which is not the best hashtag in the world. Um, really, yeah, is something they came else. up with it really fast and just kind of caught on like wildfire. Yeah, it's kind of one of those like yeah, the first one you know isn't always the best like one, but sometimes it's the first one that gets there. It's like the. Like, the first person to come up with a, a new product, even if it's not the best quality one, typically wins. Oh, yeah, like um, like that gum that gum rope you used to be able to get, you know, in the little click thing. Gum rope? Oh, did you not have that? It was like the rollable gum. It was like flat gum. It's like a roll oh. of gum. Basically. Oh, it, was like a, it looked like a measuring tape, right? Yeah, exactly. It was like the idea behind it. Fruit by the foot, I think is what that gum was called. No, that's not fruit. No, that's not gum. Fruit by the foot is the... Is is like you eat it. Like this was gum that you chewed. What was it called? It was like what was it called? Well, I know bubble, what you're talking. It was like gum, pink, right? Rope. Nope. Um. Roll. Yeah, the hubba bubba bubble tape. Yeah, that's it. Does that still exists. Um. It does. I was gonna say yeah. I think I saw an Amazon link for it. Um. Someone's. Selling some chewed up, um, hubba bubba bubba tape on Etsy for six bucks. Uh, hold on, just send me that link privately, please. (laughs) What? God, it's worse than I could have. I know, isn't it gross? Oh my god! Oh no, it's slime, dude. Uh, It's not the actual gum. (laughs) What does that mean? Are you not familiar with this whole like? slime renaissance that's happening right now (laughs) first of all kids fucking love it i guess they love making slime they love playing with slime slime is really big right now it's the new gak but big but bigger is what the gak was never too big did you have gak uh yeah i fucking loved gak dude i don't know if i had gak i couldn't even begin to tell you or i would have like gak like things like the I, i don't know that it was always the Gak slime brand specifically, because I think there were a couple. But yeah, I fucking love those things, dude. Gak like was slime. like actually a Nickelodeon product, right? Yeah. 
Okay. That was what I think they would call all their, and that that's what they would call the like slime stuff that they would pour over people. I think maybe. Yeah, maybe I guess it was just slime. Yeah, that was just slime. Wow, there's a, there was a lot of gack stuff. There was mood gack, uh, which would change colors to the touch, like a mood Amazing. ring. Oh, do you remember Floam? Floam is a thing I dude never got into. Never got some Floam myself. No, it was always interesting. Same. I always kind of wanted to to like like physically touch some just to see what it was like, and never never got to. Well, dude, let me tell you. I think it is not unrelated to these products that we're talking about. Now that I think about it, that there is now this like like resurgence of people literally doing like freaking craft slime. Like I get TikToks about them sometimes where they'll be like, Oh yeah, we're putting, we're I, here. I'm going to make this like, you know, toxic sludge slime today. And like, okay, I put this, this like colorant in it and I do this and like uh, this cornstarch and et cetera, et cetera, you know, however they want to do it. And yeah. then they, people buy it. And it's like a whole market that you can go and buy like specialty slimes that are like themed and, you know, like like this That's one was bubblegum, but there have definitely been ones I've seen that are like kind of like have a distinct like, like either consistency <sighs> or like layers to it or something that like makes who wants it... the one that actually looks like actual chewed up bubblegum? Like that's exactly how the picture looks. Like it's gross. It's not like just like there's because there's another one listed here for it that's just like kind of smooth pink looking slime. Doesn't look like actual chewed up gum. Yeah, this I this one has that. a weird vibe to it i don't i think it's partially it's how it it does have stuff mixed into it so it kind of like i hate it it gives me the impression of sort of like a pink vomit yeah that's the impression that i get oh yeah look at this hubba bubba slime by sell a slime time Hold on, am, I, am i gonna be buying am i gonna be buying slime <laughs> this does look like very enticing I mean, listen, look here, five-star review. My son loves to play with the slime, and he loves to make the biggest bubble that he can. Keeps him busy and entertained. Well, I gotta go talk. I gotta go talk to my wife. <laughs> Me on my way to my wife, asking for a hundred percent investment for no stake in some slime Q, I want to buy. Huge Shark Tank music. <laughs> you can squeeze it, twist it, smash it, and create arts with it. Non-toxic and very safe. Anyway, slime is big. People are into slime. Don't yeah. remember why we were talking about slime, but. Nope, we got there organically. Though. That's the important part. Yeah, I'm a future Nathan is editing this and probably just like, why? <laughs> why am I going to put these things together? <laughs> Guys, I can't advise uh, enough how much we need Drew. He he really is the 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 bedrock of our of our podcast here, and without him, we are just flailing, going wild, fast and loose. So should should we just move on to what we do here, though? Uh, yeah, I suppose we should, huh? So, um, Tanner, what we do here every week is, uh, you, uh, and I and Drew usually, but not this week get together and we get some strange bizarre headlines from our loyal listeners. We put those headlines in a list. We pick one at random and we use it as an origin story for a superhero or a supervillain. Now, Tanner, uh, what did we make last week and what does that mean we're making this week? Uh, so yeah, last week we, well, I guess two weeks ago, I forgot we're gone by weekly. Um, oh yeah, we made the IKEA-based hero who was kind of like the Avatar character, not the Navi Avatar, but the one cartoon where they were like the the best at all of the the IKEA stuff. And part of it was like flinging meatballs. Um, yes. and 
So we took name suggestions as we've been doing recently, kind of testing the waters on that still. Uh, and, and Curtis sent us a few that were, I believe, in Swedish is my assumption. Uh, and I think he did it just to, to hear me butcher them on the, on yeah. the air. We spent a non-insignificant amount of time trying to figure out how specifically to say some of these. And I don't know if we ever actually ended on any yeah. useful information. These are probably completely wrong. Um, well, I'm, I'm only going to attempt one because we agreed on one that we liked the, the most. So he, he's not going to get me to, to flip up a bunch of them. Uh, but that one was, uh, can try here, Metball Chrono Jager. Which is Swedish for Meatball Ranger. Yes. So that's that's the uh, the fun part there. So it's basically Meatball Ranger, but we put it in Swedish, I think. Not positive that's the language. Swedish is definitely a language. No, I, if that is the language. Of, oh, I was, of like, the, I was like, yeah, damn, wow. I don't know about the language. Right. What is Swedish? I gotta set this boy right, right here, right now, before <laughs> this gets any further. Anyway, so that that means so that was a hero. So that would mean we're gonna do a villain this week. Um, so I um, already picked a headline at random, and that one is number sixteen for you, Nate. And that headline is, um, damn, it's another word that I don't really know how to pronounce. Didn't think about this. Um, Dyatlov. Past tourists go missing while visiting area of mysterious hiking incident. So this is, I believe, an area um, that I've like. I've listened to. Did you ever listen to the podcast Lore? I listened to it for like, yeah, a very brief amount of time. A little bit, but I'm I'm familiar with this incident. I think you're going to talk where, about. Yeah, general, like we're like reading about it and stuff. People were found like one like with a crushed chest, and like almost all of them like had no clothes on by the like when their bodies were found and stuff, and people thought it was like some sort of some sort of cryptoid oh, type creature, like I, a mythical uh, creature yeah. type thing killed them or something when re- in reality it's like it was probably hypothermia and one of them like got caught in an avalanche or something like that because i guess when yeah. you have hypothermia like you'll rip your clothes off um but it doesn't play as cool with the myth- mythology of it but so i guess ironically these people were hiking in the same area and have now gone missing yeah i mean i'm just sorry i'm just reading the article here it's like yeah it might have been an avalanche again Apparently, people should just not go hiking in that area, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what it seems like, huh? So, there's, like, a couple ways we could go with it. Is like, is it a... Is it some sort of, like, um, mythical creature? Like, a, what is the... Wind- Windigo? The Windigo, yeah. Windigo, or is it, like... Um, Yeti. Yeah, it could be something like that. Uh, or is it, like... I, I don't even know if this place is close to Chernobyl at all. Because this is in Russia, right? Uh, yes, I believe. But it's, it's some sort of like monster that got created from that infamous like from the, Russian mountain pass. There we go. From the nuclear fallout thing, or is it is it a villain who can control avalanches? It's pretty pretty powerful. Those are pretty destructive. Avalanches, yeah, they they can f stuff up. Do any of those ideas sound fun to you? Yeah, I, sorry, I'm just I'm trying to think of like, do we want to try and make our own cryptid? Like, would that be? I think that could be fun. Like, I've not. You know, trying to do you want to either do you want to piggyback off of an existing one and try and kind of flesh it out, or do you want to try and make our own cryptid? Yeah, that would be cool if we could make our own cryptid. Let's give it a shot. So, because we got we got some stuff to work with here. Yeah. So, so. We're, we're basically saying that there's a villainous cryptid up here in these mountains, and this this cryptid is going to we'll, we'll maybe dig into its origins once we know a little bit more about it, but. 
that this cryptid is responsible for the disappearance of both of these parties of tourists. Yeah, it's like this area's version of the Mothman or uh, the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Or the Loch Ness Monster. Libby has a book that's like, or it, I can't remember if this is in her book or if this is something I read online because my my wife has a lot of cryptid stuff. There was like a information about like what is the the cryptid from your state, and I don't remember the one. Like every state had like their local legend that was like famous within the state, and I let's see a cryptid map by state because I was curious if you. If you, well, first of all, do you have any uh, interest in cryptids in general? Slash, uh, do you know of one from like the Nebraska area? Um. So one, yes, I, I do. I when I was a kid, I really liked like the idea of cryptids and stuff, like the Loch Ness monster and Bigfoot and that stuff. Like I would, if there was ever anything on Discovery Channel that was like remotely like, hey, this might be you were, we're trying to find the Loch Ness monster or like other lake monsters and like people telling stories about it and stuff. I would watch the shit out of those. And now it seems like that's all Discovery Channel is, is those type of things. Yeah. When back then it was like that, that would be like one out of like 20 things that would be on it would be about cryptids and Bigfoot and stuff. So I love those, but now I don't know of any like local like Iowa or Nebraska ones. Well, here, I, fa- I don't think this is the article. In fact, I'm very sure that this is not the article that I read, but um, I found a similar article that lists like various ones. So I thought maybe I could hit you with, with what they Maybe. say for Iowa and Nebraska. Okay, so for Iowa, they list the Van Meter monster. Does that do anything for no, you? No, 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 no okay. familiarity with that at all. Okay, perfect. Again, I don't even. This might not. I, who knows if these how legit these are anyway? Yeah. Nebraska, the Alkali Lake monster. Why? Described as a giant brown alligator with a rhinoceros horn, and its nose is said to be forty to. Oh, it's no, oh the with a rhinoceros horn on its nose, and is said to be forty to a hundred feet long. I thought they were saying that the horn was, and I was like, "What?" Oh, but that would be very absurd. That was um, like, yeah. I don't even know where Alkali Lake would be. I'm betting it's like Western Nebraska. Yeah, Northwestern Nebraska. So that's yeah, I would nowhere Upside. near me. So that's probably why I've never heard of it. But I like. I'm looking at some drawings of it. That's fun. Minnesota has the Windigo, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense that the Wendigo would be Minnesota's actually with all the, the woods. This is the one that, this isn't the article I read, but this is the one that they said for Wisconsin that I had never fucking heard of, which is my home state. And it's the the Beast of Bray Road, uh, a spate of werewolf sightings. So it's supposed to be like a werewolf looking thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. As well as the big, the big arms, this quote, freak of nature was described as having a grayish brown... F- Grayish brown hair, fangs, and pointed ears. Has a long nose like a wolf and can move upright or on all four. So a werewolf. Okay. They yeah. just wanted to have a fun name for it themselves. That, these things are cool. I wish I had a book on these. I, I loved this shit as a kid. Um, so now what we have to do is is blow these, these things out of the water and come up with yes. our own. Yeah. We, we, and- we can talk all the shit we want once we make up our, our own better one. Yeah, and we got to come up with like what what are the legends that locals claim they do like it, yes. it, it needs to like drink people's blood to to stay alive or something. That wasn't very creative. Drink people's blood is fucking vampire. Uh. <laughs> well, hey, we'll work on it. Don't worry. <laughs> so okay, do we want it to be like a flying creature or more like animal like or uh, trying to? Okay, so here's what here's 
the thought process I just went through. Okay. So like, you know, it's in a snowy mountainous area. It would maybe be cool if it could dig through the snow and maybe that's why it's hard to find. I'm like, well, what kind of creatures do that? And I think bears do that. Like to, to a certain extent, I mean, we're going to obviously kind of fudge it for our cryptid, but like, yeah. is there a bear cryptid? Am I just um, like crazy or is there not a bear cryptid? There that I'm has like, to be. List of all cryptozoological bears. Thank you, all cryptid. All <laughs> cryptid.fandom.com. Oh my, yeah, there's a lot of them, huh? Yeah, there's quite the list. Okay, well, I mean, we're not going to come, we're probably not going to find an animal that hasn't been done, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think but that's yeah, impossible. so we have, because I feel like you got in the mountainous, snowy mountainous area, you got like, you got something that's flying or something that's like big and burly and on the ground digging through the snow. Cause I don't think there's a lot of trees like in that area. So there's not really much else place for no, it. So that, that would make sense. Like if it was like, um, pure white, like the color of its fur and like, but it was, it could dig through snow and the ground like with ease. And so this is the result of, uh, what, uh, super uh, like Russian, like nuclear testing that. Oh yeah. We can like, just, we can mix that into it. Uh, that's where like myths come from. So yeah, it's like, from locals Chernobyl. believe that this bear didn't exist before the Russian testing back in the the fifties and in in that era. Yeah, exactly. And and now there's a how tall like fifteen foot tall bear, um, that can burrow through the snow with ease and uh, maybe like it it can like see through like even blizzard like conditions with like like crystal clear can see through it or something I'm trying to think of like something to set it apart so it's like not like night vision but it's like snow vision they can see through like the snow with oh so like yeah so you even if that that's how they catch you from below is they don't need to be able to see where you are they can just or they they don't need to be able they can see through the snow they are not yeah they don't need to be above the, the snow. snow to see you so it's almost like a shark thing it's kind of like it's a land like jaws situation kind of like tremors too Dude, because Tremors scared me so much when I was a kid. <laughs> Same. But Tremors is kind of like land Jaws, I'm just now realizing. Tremors is like Jaws? Yeah. Just I suppose land. you're right, yeah. I bet Jaws. I mean, I never watched Jaws because I was too spooked. So. You've never seen Jaws? I still haven't, but like not out of fear wow. at this point. Although I don't like oceans. I don't uh, like I'm fine being on top of an ocean, but like the further out I would get no, yeah, like the idea of like, oh no, being stuck in the ocean and not knowing what is below me is like deeply terrifying. To oh me. yes, I we are on the same page with that. I don't think I would go on a cruise even because of the idea of it. Just at some point, if you couldn't see the land at all around you, it is a little spooky. I will say we had fun on the cruise we did, but Libby is not a cruise person, so I don't think we'll ever. Well, yeah, maybe. cruise is also. I don't know, just being around a lot of people and like being having to be around a lot of people no matter what. Yeah, the human race was a mistake. <laughs> There was some woman I read recently who, like, I think on Reddit, like, lived on a cruise ship for the last 30 years of her life or something. Maybe what? not that much, but why would you she lived that? on a cruise ship for a long time. Like, she just, like, kept booking cruises so that she never had to be anywhere than the cruise ship. Yeah, they basically, she insane. basically ended up having her own cabin, and I think she, I think she didn't, I mean, she was older. I think it was, like, later in her life, 
And I think she just didn't have her husband there and that's what she liked to do. I mean, she basically got to go be in the sun all the time and see a bunch of different places. And if you're like older and like, you know, retired and nothing, no one in your like life's around still, why wouldn't you? Shit. Yeah. I could see that. If you were a cruise person. Yeah. But but the ocean is terrifying. It is. It is bad. I still recommend Jaws though. I will watch it. Yeah. It's up to this point. It has not been like, any aversion to watching Jaws, I just have, haven't thought to do it. It's it's a classic, and it holds up really well today still. Um, but Bear oh, no, Jaws, you, you didn't hear what the the shark tweeted? Oh no, no! <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. That's why I tried to blow past it. <laughs> Never meet your heroes, or look at their old tweets. Yeah, best not to just examine them at all. <laughs> still don't have a hero. <laughs> no gods, no kings. Don't have a hero. <laughs> uh, uh, so this so we bear. got a burrowing a burrowing bear who can see through snow. What is, what does he look like? Because you know, cryptids always gotta look a little weird too to like set, set them up. Because like, I don't want to just be like it's a big bear. Like if he just looks no. like a, just a bigger bear, like that's not that cool, right? Could it be a bear? Could he have like saber teeth? I feel like that. You know, like his like. Is that a thing that bears can have, or could we have a bear that has saber uh, we teeth? Can, I don't know if bears can have it, but we certainly can have a bear do it. Oh, should it 100%. have tusks? Would What's tusks that? be cool? Tusks and you want we want a tusk, a tusk um, saber teeth scenario. You want to double up? Yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah, dude! This thing's Let's terrifying. It. It'll, it'll gore you, my guy. <laughs> that's how it's, you know. That's kind of what helps it burrow through the snow. Is it just kind of starts spinning? Yeah, there we go. And it kind of cuts the the snow out of his way. Yeah, it, it snatches up, um, like because part of the, like the myth thing would be like, well, it's people who go hiking on this path at this time of year or something like that, right? Or it's like bad right. bad kids get like you know um, scooped up by Krampus. I guess that's a little different than a crypto. That's more of like a myth. But like maybe got, maybe it, it only appears during the time of year that the testing was going on. We'll just pretend it was a certain oh, time of year. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you and go. And really, it's just when the bear is, is hibernating. Yeah, but people think that that's what it is. That's like the myth that starts to build around it. There's some really dramatic reveal on a TV show where they're like, oh, it only shows up from May to 15th, the, or like May to, to August. Wait, hold on. Go get those records about the testing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it was the same months. <gasps> oh, my yeah. God. I think we're really on to something here. <laughs> Livy's like comfort shows are sometimes these really bad cryptozoological shows <laughs> that I really just drive me insane because they're being so disingenuous sometimes yeah. and it's just like so stupid. But I think that's why I personally got out of being into cryptid stuff like as like I hit high school and stuff because that's when like that stuff really started to happen like. I remember Discovery Channel put out something like what if what if mermaids like existed or something and like they did like, oh, a yeah, fake that documentary. Was, uh- yeah but like didn't put until the end that's like this was um a, a work of fiction and so like they the, the commercials and stuff everything pitches like it was a real like documentary about it and then ended up being like, no this was like you know a what if thing yeah, that's, <laughs> that's cool kind of like, done with it yeah because they did the same thing with the megalodon uh thing and i remember uh having explained to my dad that that was uh again a fake thing that they even there's a part in the credits where it says this was not real <laughs> And he he sincerely thought that like they had found some evidence of a megalodon because I feel like it starts out with like a ship getting taken down on like a it's like a found footage thing for a second at the oh, beginning of the really? megalodon thing yeah dude it's 
Discovery Channel that shit went went down so so fast. Yeah, BS stuff like big finding Bigfoot or whatever those things are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's Livy loves those kinds of shows partially because they're so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, I, f- I fully get that. Nuts. I mean, Kelsey fell asleep last night watching clips of, of Mor- the Maury Povich show. I think I was I was playing Xbox with you last night. I told you I kept hearing someone yelling, "You are not the father <laughs> from upstairs." <laughs> so. Yeah, we all have our trash TV. I mean, I watch Impractical Jokers. I'm not going to claim it's highbrow. Yeah, we all have our trash. Yeah. What's your trash show you watch? What is my trash show? I guess you like I mean, cooking shows, which isn't like uh, the same type of trash, but you know what I mean? Uh, I do watch like, I definitely love a good guy's grocery games. Like, I just like, yeah, I just like cooking shows, but it's like not bad. It's not it, the, the like, worst show. Uh, you like Bar Rescue too. You're a fan of Bar Rescue. Dude, I love Bar yeah. Rescue. In I Bar Rescue, I love Pawn Stars before it. Yeah. Like the first, like I know it sounds silly, stupid to say, but like before it got like super big, like it, it kind of like at a certain point they started to sort of. I mean, it, much of it was fake, I'm sure, but oh for sure, like it, it felt like it got more and more setups and fakey stuff and like fake. It was you could definitely tell as they got as they went on, they got like more. Um, like open was being like fuck it just like we'll do this and act like it was a natural thing that happened like yeah. this is a normal thing that someone just walked into our pawn shop with like it's, it became way less and less believable yeah but bar rescue would probably be my my current trash so this bear this bear cryptid it's sleeping what what else would be what uh, do we need more more what else what does it look like maybe that'll help us come up with more stories about it too um is there something with its eyes being different than a normal bear's eyes they always got red eyes always when people yeah, are describing these things they're like and i saw like, red eyes kind of like you know it's evil in the woods so it's like on a, a night on this path if it's a blizzard and you see like two red dots you know you're you're already dead or something like that yeah um uh, wait we should establish how big is this thing oh, oh yeah okay first of all how like let's just see how big a normal bear is. How big is uh what polar bear? Or, yeah, polar bears get pretty big. I think polar bears are like the biggest one, aren't they? How big is a polar bear? Uh, length is usually about we'll say ten feet is at its highest. So ten feet, so it's got to be bigger. Yeah. So what do we just do? We do twenty yeah. feet? Just double it? Twenty feet's pretty big though, huh? That's at fifteen feet, maybe. I think 15 is a good one. Like, that's still pretty damn long, but it's on the upper end of, like, crazy. Because at a certain point, if something is, like, yeah, you know, like, if it's a mile wide, well, okay, well, then we would have seen it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think 15 feet's a happy, happy, like, that is absurd. But, like, also, okay, I mean, a bear could be that big, probably. So that's our, so that's our boy. He's big. So I think of like somebody got, ski, the guy was skiing and swears that what, like, he, he, like, fell while he was skiing and he swears that like what he tripped over was this big paw print in the snow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But then by the time he could get back to like, take a picture of it or like, you know, document it in some way it had melted. So he couldn't, he couldn't show it to anyone. Yeah. Cause there's always like the one person who's like, no, I swear it's actually real. And like <laughs> dedicating their life to it in some way or something. Or like they saw it as a kid, and it um, it ripped the door off their car uh, as they were about to fall off a cliff, so they were able to get out of the car or something. So they <laughs> wait, hold on, it. it's, it's veering back into a hero now. 
Oh, right. Um, they ripped the, the door off the car and ate their parents. So the <laughs> wants revenge on the bear. Um, let's see. What else do you need? I mean, they're obviously cryptid hunters who are, who are often here. I'm trying to think of what else we could. It's a, we're doing something a little bit different, you know. Like this is not our normal mo, so it's tough to like nail down yeah. what, what we need to have to have a cryptid. Because it's not like we're not being like this thing has a motive to like go poop on every bank teller's desk or something like specific like that. It's just it just exists, and it's just like sometimes it, people disappear. And it's just vibing. It's just vibing. Yeah. Maybe uh, one legend could be that like they swear it could summon an avalanche with its like roar. Yeah. They swear they heard the roar and then the avalanche came. And so some people are like, no, that's just the avalanche noise that was happening before you saw it. And other yeah, people are like, no, oh, I know great. what I heard. That's great. So the sound of its roar allegedly is like what the sound of an avalanche is. Because that's the thing, too. Like, sometimes these creatures make like a certain noise that you wouldn't expect. Like, uh, like jackalopes allegedly can whistle. Interesting. I, n- I had never heard that before. Yeah. I love that. I know a lot about jackalopes. Ask me anything. Why do you know so much about jackalopes? You don't like jackalopes? I mean, I am aware of them. <laughs> I have a, 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 a fake stuffed jackalope in my bathroom above my toilet. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I'll take a look next time. I yeah. look my, there. my brother Tyler gave it to me after I watched his dog for a week once. <laughs> uh, the place I got my tattoo at was called Jackalope Tattoo. Really? That's cool. Yeah. That's a cool, it's a cool place. We'll have to go there and get tattoos. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just casually. You think I won't do it? Takes off shirt. <laughs> um, so that's good. So we got the roar. We got the horns. We got the eyes. We got how it sounds. And so is it, it's just known for, for people going missing. Does it do anything else that people swear have been attributed to? Maybe it's like gotten closer to towns before like maybe like an avalanche has hit a town before but like sometimes it, it'll be like one house or building just like has a hole straight through it like that is the size of the bear and it's like that doesn't make sense that the avalanche would specifically hit only that spot or stuff uh, like that there's like small things pointing to it sometimes yeah so should we move on to the comic book cover then i think yeah i think so and i could I, I what do you what do you imagine since we kind of did a little bit of an outside the box idea that we don't normally do like what would you what do you imagine this comic book is like is it kind of like the strange what was it called back in the day like strange adventures yeah or whatever that was called yeah or like i mean i have like a collection here right now that just says bob powell's terror so there were terror comic books back in the day that were like from like the 50s and 60s where each one was like a one-off story thing yeah exactly and like like this one right here it's called it's titled rotting demons and it's it's like a, the cover is a picture of zombies walking in a a a, a swamp towards two people. Anyway, but like yeah, just like a one off like it's a story about this specific cryptid because I could definitely see this thing having like something like it's a the El Chupacabra for one issue of it. Yeah, maybe it's like um maybe the comic book contents is like uh the story itself is like a story of like some new monster hunters coming to try and find whatever we call this creature. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. I think that makes sense. So what does the cover look like, do you suppose? Maybe an avalanche coming towards those two people. And, like, in the avalanche, like, if you're looking closely, you can see the bear, like, in the middle of it moving towards them. 
Mm-hmm. It's got you can see it's like red eyes faintly. Yeah, and it's it's tusks and saber teeth. Yeah, I like that. I think that I mean that really speaks to the kind of comic that I think they or how they would do those one off covers, especially for like the tales of suspense or tales. You know, what, what was the one you said about terror? Uh, yeah, it's just called terror. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> like I think it, it reminds me of what they would put on those covers, sort of. Yeah, to draw exactly. So on that, I mean, the costume doesn't really apply because it's it doesn't have one. It's yeah, like, we kind of spent the whole time doing the costume, just describing what it was and looks like. All right, Tanner, do you want to talk about how we're doing the name now? Yeah, so we're we're sticking with it for now, at least, of um, having you guys, the listeners, pitch names to us um, after the fact. Because, quite frankly, it's I think you guys have gone... Is it, three for three or four for four, whatever the number is, you've hit on every single one of doing a name better than anything we could have come up with. Uh, so you can submit those like really any way you want to us. Uh, the discord server that we have, we have a specific channel for submitting uh, names there and uh, you can tweet them at us. You can email them really any way you can get them to us. Uh, I wouldn't send them on the Facebook. I don't think any of us really are active on Facebook much no, anymore. Like, so we don't really Facebook sh- is not something we actively are using. We don't really, check so. that. So I would say that's the one not to the single one not to do, but we look forward to seeing your cryptid uh, name ideas. I feel like you can get real creative with this because you kind of just pitch whatever you want with it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, should I play us out then? Yeah, please. Uh, so this is going to conclude issue number 179 of Headline Heroes. This week we created the um, to be named bear cryptid that has been the um, cause behind a bunch of disappearances in that hiking path in Russia. Uh, at this time, as always, we'd like to thank Brett Jacobson for creating the art for our show. Um, Brett tried to convince everyone that there was a cryptid living in his backyard when he was a kid, but it was just him covered in mud. And he had put two sticks above his head to make him look like antlers. And his parents <laughs> let him live out there for two weeks before he gave up, I guess. Uh, well, he's nothing if not dedicated. Yeah, I mean, Brett was always a dedicated kid, from what I hear. <laughs> uh, if you like the the uh, art Brett has made for our podcast, you you can buy like clothing with it on it at our um, at the link, our merch link in our description, which I assume is still there. Yeah, it's still there. Okay, perfect. We should also thank Carl Sorensen, of course. Carl helps with all the post production of the audio and then wrote the theme song. Uh, if you're interested in working with Carl on any sort of musical project, like if you're trying to write a jingle for your new uh, Flome adjacent product that you're trying to bring back to the market, I'm sure Carl would be happy to bring it back, please. <laughs> then if you want to contact him, you can reach out to him at carljsorensen.com. Yeah, now would be the time when Drew would normally say um, you can, if you can leave us a review on whatever your podcast um, playing app is. We would love that. You can follow us on Twitter at headline underscore heroes. Um, you can send articles to us at the, our Twitter and our discord or at our email, which is headline heroes cast at gmail.com. Um, what else would, Oh, you can leave us a voicemail if you want. The number for that is of course. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, that number is three, one, nine, five, nine, six, six, seven, six, six. And that's all that Drew says, I think. I think so. Okay. Um, and so then we thank you for listening and we hope you'll pick up the next issue of Headline Heroes. That's it. <laughs>